resistance, burnout, procrastination, sleepless nights, stress, and painful hard work. Fatigued from running on the high achiever hamster wheel? This is the Bold Leadership Revolution, where we develop high-performing leaders to live, thrive, and lead bold and smart, not hard. Here is your host, Tara Newman. Hey, hey there, Bold Leaders. Welcome back to the show, the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast. I'm Tara Newman. I am your host. Today, we are talking about ascension models and how ascension models have the potential to keep you exhausted and out of profit. So this podcast is for you if you are someone who has a depth of knowledge and are selling a high-touch service experience, service, product, and offer that's designed for transformation, you are interested in providing a world-class experience for your customers and clients, you are looking to grow into a business that is simple, efficient, and leveraged, you're frustrated trying to sell an entry-level offer. I'll be sharing what I've learned over the past six years, selling my boldest offers and helping my clients do the same. But before we dive in, I have created a masterclass on how to create your boldest offer so that you can stand out in the marketplace. And I'm really excited about this masterclass that we are creating because my word for 2020 was teach. And this is my first live masterclass. It's for you if... Your offers are not selling the way you had hoped. You want to add an offer to your revenue stream, but aren't sure what would be a great fit for your existing services. You're tired of creating offers that just don't sell out the way you want. You have held back from selling because something doesn't feel right and you just can't put your finger on it. In this masterclass, we're going to give you a framework for creating your offers and services so that you can scale without burning out. We're going to give you time dedicated to innovating your offers so you can stand out in the marketplace. A system that helps you troubleshoot why your offer might not be selling so you don't throw out great offers just because they don't sell immediately a way to make money that feels exciting and easeful so that you don't burn your business down in a fit of boredom. Come on, we know this happens. A workbook so that you can reuse this masterclass and refer back to it for the future and access to me for 15, 20 minutes of Q&A to ask any questions and clarify any points of confusion. If this sounds like something you want to work on during the fall so you can have clarity for your 2021 programs, services, and offers, then head on over to the show notes and grab your spot. Now, let's talk about what I've learned over the past hmm, six years. As a business strategist and coach for people who want high-performing businesses, I've learned a few really important things about the people that I work with, which we all need to consider who it is we are here to help, support, serve before we blindly follow a business model. Now, my people, there's some nuance there to who these folks are. My people aren't newbies. They aren't sitting around on social media all day. Some of my clients don't even have social media for themselves or their businesses. I know, shocking, but it's true. 
My people have a full schedule of navigating, running businesses, managing employees, and being present for their families or any one or two or three of those things, meaning they don't have a lot of time for bullshit and fluff. And I quite like it that way. They're also sophisticated and mature leaders, even if they don't see themselves through that lens. I think 75% of my audience has worked for somebody else or in academia before they went and started their own businesses. That's also really relevant to the kind of person that I work with and that I'm coaching and consulting with. When I first started out, much of what was preached in the online space by internet marketers didn't work for me. It wasn't until much later that I realized it doesn't work for a lot of people who are looking to build businesses in a way that honor themselves, their lifestyle, their financial goals, and on and on. I also don't want to work with the masses. I think understanding the impact you want to have is an important part of your business model conversation. I'm not looking for celebrity status, even though I want to be well-known and I want to be the go-to coach for serious business owners running legitimate businesses. I don't need to celebritize myself or have a really huge audience to have the impact that I want to have. When I go into an organization and I coach a CEO who has 70 employees, And then those 70 employees maybe have two to four family members in their family and who are learning and benefiting from the work I do with this CEO. I've reached hundreds of people already. And that's the impact that I'm looking to have, not necessarily millions and millions. Today, we're going to talk about why the Ascension model may not work for you. And if you're trying to make it work, that's cool. This isn't passing judgment. This isn't me telling you it's never going to work. Most strategies will work if you want to work the strategy. We have to try things and experiment, even if it doesn't feel right or good. So, you know, if you're looking to try an Ascension model because you're just trying things, that's fine too. There's really no judgment here. However, I do want to give you food for thought. I'll never forget the time that I followed a very popular sales coach's tactic of offering a fast action bonus for someone to say yes on a sales call with me. And when I offered this, it didn't feel good. I could immediately feel that there was tension and itchiness in my body, like something just felt off to me. But I was like, hey, she's saying this works. I'm new. What do I know? Let's have an open mind. Let me give it a shot. So I made the fast action bonus available to this person if they said yes on the call. And my prospect said, I'm a yes to working with you and you can keep the bonus because I think you should get paid full price for your skills and expertise. And I did not see that coming. That was not in her template on how to deal with a sales call. And this was the first of many times I realized that following someone else's formula wasn't going to work for me. While I've learned a lot about my clients, the ones I'm definitely meant to work with, I've learned a lot about myself that informs my business model as well. So not just learning about the clients, the ones I really want to work with, but that helps me learn about myself and all of that informs my business model. How we work best, what lights us up, what energizes us, all are critical factors in designing our business model, but also how we think 
about our boldest offers. So things about myself that have to be factored into my offers are things like I'm direct and to the point, a straight shooter, some would say. I'm high touch and believe in experiential learning. I have enough background in adult learning to know courses have a very low rate of efficacy. That skill transfer gap is a real bitch to bridge. And it's the exact reason why I prefer these experiential learning environments and I create experiential learning environments because I know they work. The traditional internet marketing models mostly cater to a very entry-level entrepreneur or do really well in non-business markets, and that's not what excites me about my work. And I started my business when I was burned out. I still have chronic health issues, so if some of you are listening and you have chronic health issues, I see you, I hear you, I know the fatigue, I know what it takes to manage that on a daily basis. More never equaled more for me when I was building this business from a place of burnout. I've always had to be really discerning and intentional about the choices that I've made. I have a business value around simplicity and minimalism. Taking the above into account, here's what didn't work for me and often doesn't work for my clients because while we're all individuals, my clients are here to run businesses that don't lead to burnout and are built for transformation, not transaction or transaction disguised as transformation because that's a lot of what we're seeing in the online space, transaction disguised as transformation. I want you to have your eyes open. I want you to have your eyes open when you're out there buying. I've said this a number of times at this point on this podcast over the last probably month or so, but I want to create better buyers out of all of you. So here's what didn't work. Low barrier to entry offers. My audience didn't want that. Checklists, other fluffy stuff, didn't want that either. I do have a five-day training on journaling for vision, clarity, and abundance that people love. I mean, this is a really well-thought-out no fluff training. And someone even said that I should charge a million dollars for it because it's created such huge transformation and they are able to repeat that training as needed. So an insight, if you're going to give value, give value. That's the insight, right? If you're going to give value, give value, give something that somebody would pay for. I have a client who creates really thoughtful and valuable videos, and he easily sells people into $7,000 to $15,000 offers that way by just sending the, the, I don't even think he puts them up on social media. I just think he sends the um, video to his email list. So this is what doesn't work for me. Games and gimmicks, like the newest one I saw, which was come to my masterclass, but join my Facebook group to get the downloads. Like, so if I want to come to the masterclass, you're not going to give me the downloads. I have to now join your free Facebook group. Um, no, fuck no. I don't want to join your free Facebook group. And the more I research my ideal clients, the more I learn, they are a heck no for that as well, which is why I'm looking to do things differently because I crave it and my clients crave it. We need to be disrupting the patterns of the way people are seeing and doing business. When I first started my business, one suggested business model was an Ascension model. You might not know it as an Ascension model, but it's basically what's taught by many online business people. Free offer to tripwire to something less expensive, to something moderately expensive, to something with premier access, little support, but is extraordinarily expensive, right? That is the Ascension model that is being taught today. 
I even tried this model and I have applied it in my business as well as other people's businesses. It works sometimes, but it's not particularly efficient. And sometimes it flat out doesn't work. Like in my case where I'm speaking to a different type of leader and business owner and don't have a really big list. I don't know about you, but I'm exhausted just thinking about that whole process because it involves a lot of tech, all the ways that tech can fail, that immediately sends me into place of fear of burning out and doing all the things. And I don't have time for that. I'm here to do less. But also we have to ask ourselves, who benefits from me being exhausted, confused, and overwhelmed by the thought of an ascension model? I want you to really think about this. It might not be an ascension model for you. It might be something else that somebody is trying to sell you, right? But who benefits from you being exhausted, confused, and overwhelmed? Your exhaustion, confusion, and overwhelm make you a prime candidate for the next offer that person is selling. Because the next offer is going to be how to simplify what the marketer has made complicated, saving you from the overwhelm they created and rescuing you from the exhaustion that is keeping you from truly succeeding. The reality is, is the ascension model can be a death trap, especially for women who are biologically hardwired to nurture, because half of that ascension model is nurturing free, the free stuff, nurture, tripwire, more nurture, but like, you know, not really making much money on that tripwire, right? Okay, maybe it funds some ads. Low-priced entry-level offer, it's a long nurture path to someone buying the thing you actually want to sell. It's a recipe for over-delivering or overworking for little to no profit, in my opinion. You're putting a lot of effort into the least effective, lowest-cost way of working with you. I feel like this is like dating when you play hard to get, but honestly, I don't know much about dating these days because I've been married for 20 years and I've been with my husband for 25 years, but I'm assuming it's like dating, you know? To me, this feels like dead-ending the customer to continually block their path to buying the thing that will actually help them with the problem they have. Your ideal client most likely doesn't want all the fluff you're putting in their way. They want to know you, understand their problem. They want to know that you understand their problem and have a solution that can help them. By giving them things free or low price, but not completely solving their problem could be working against you. It might be giving them the feeling that you don't know what their problem is or how to fix it. And you know what? The people who you want to work with and serve are wise and sophisticated and see through this. They truly want to do the work and engage in the solution. And they're willing to forgo the games and get right to business. Now, do people still need to build some know, like, and trust with you? Yes. But this doesn't mean they need or want your freebie, tripwire, or your entry-level offer. What they need is a solid customer journey that allows them to breathe a sigh of relief knowing they have found someone who is a reputable, incredible expert, understands the specific challenges they face, has experience in solving these problems, and for others, is a human being. I mean, for God's sakes, I think everybody really just wants to work with human beings these days, and can clearly communicate they understand where the person is where they want to be, and have a track record for helping people bridge that gap. 
Most of all, you don't need to nurture, 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 nurture someone into a low-priced offer. You need to be inviting people into your boldest offer, the one that actually will get them the results, the one you can't wait to deliver because you know it is world-class and quality. Now, I'm a big believer in taking your boldest offer and innovating other services from that. One might be a small bite offer, but it isn't meant to be cheap. It's meant to be strategic, a strategic part of your customer journey that solves a problem and introduces you to them. This small bite offer gives someone a taste of what it's like to work with you and gives them the skills to progress to the next place in your customer journey. No complicated funnel, no overwhelm, no burnout, just pure service and mutually beneficial relationships, which is why you always want to keep your boldest offer at the forefront of your business. We will be taking you through this workshop and the components that go into your boldest offer during our new masterclass. So if you're tired of building businesses like everyone else, if you're tired of watching people lack innovation and you are ready to be innovative and think through how you want to show up and serve, you're going to want to join me for how to create your boldest offer so that you can stand out in the marketplace. And I'm going to let you know how you know if this is for you. This class is for entrepreneurs who know they have valuable skills and want to create bold services that get bold results, already have sales coming in, this isn't a how to get clients masterclass, have done some research and know their ideal client, want repeatable process for creating offers and services, are missing out on potential business by not having a full system that allows you to repeat and refine offers, want to grow your business in a way that's efficient by doing less, not more, and desire concrete business principles without the fluff and shenanigans you see in the online business space. So if this sounds like you, I want you to head on over to my show notes and grab your spot. If you enjoy the conversations we have on this show, then join us inside the Brave Society. Brave brings women from a range of industries and fields into one room for peer learning, impactful hosted training, support, and an incredible community. We do things differently in the Brave Society. The conversations in the group are powerful, transformative, and incredibly valuable for business growth, as well as your own leadership development. And those trainings I mentioned, some are led by me and others are peer-led. The peer-led trainings are paid trainings by us. It's our way of reinvesting into the community. None of this free guest expert stuff. We support women paying women. Inside of the Brave Society, you will have three live calls per month. One is training and discussion focused, and the other two are CEO debriefs with me in which we share our wins and insights so we can all learn from each woman in the room. Research shows that support groups are critical for the success of female leaders. The unique challenges we face as women require us to be able to hold an emotional and strategic container that allows us to foster the resiliency needed to lead in your business and your life. When you are surrounded by a diverse group of peers, your network intelligence grows exponentially. Now, The main objection I hear from women like you is, am I good enough to take a seat at the table with these women? And let me tell you what I've learned over the last two years running the Brave Society. You are good enough. So join us and find out for yourself.
If you've found this podcast valuable, help us develop more bold leaders in the world by sharing this episode with your friends, colleagues, and other bold leaders. Also, if you haven't done so already, please leave a review. I consider reviews like podcast currency, and it's the one thing you can do to help us out here at the Bold Leadership Revolution HQ. We would be so grateful for it. Special thanks goes to Stacey Harris from Uncommonly More, who is the producer and editor of this podcast. Go check them out for all your digital marketing and content creation needs. Be sure to tune into the next episode to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast. This episode has ended, but our work continues online. Head over to theboldleadershiprevolution.com where you'll find links to any resources mentioned in today's episode, along with other valuable tips and information that will help you lead bold. That's theboldleadershiprevolution.com.